howdy, y'all, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I'm your host, John Spencer. Pour a cup of your favorite brew and get ready to join me as we give you a chance to brew your brain with a rundown on some historical events and today's dates. chance to sharpen your wit as we throw out some random musings just to get your brain gears turning and a chance to enrich your faith as we discuss things about following Jesus or the Bible. And again, hosting me this week on the Daily Grind is my most favorite sister in the whole world, Carla Cockrum. Hello, John. Hello, Daily Grinders. (laughs) So, Carla, thanks for joining me this week uh, on another part of Brew and Sharpen Your Brain for the Daily Grind. I'm excited to have you with me. And um, so happy to be here. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to brew your brain. It's Wednesday, July 19th. And on July 19th in 64. What? Yeah, that's a way back. Yeah, just the year 64. (laughs) The Great Fire of Rome occurred, destroying half of the city. And contrary to rumors, Nero did not play the fiddle while it burned. However... True to rumors, he did blame the Christians for that mm-hmm. part. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I'm just jumping a lot of history. In 1848, <laughs> okay. uh, in Seneca Falls, uh, was one of the first women's rights conventions was held. Oh, okay. In 1863, Union soldiers were defeated while trying to capture Fort Wagner in South Carolina. Wagner. In 1909, baseball's first unassisted triple play was achieved by shortstop Neil Ball. Mm. (laughs) I'm just saying, a triple play got three people out all by himself. So he caught the ball, tagged a base, tagged a runner. I mean, but... I was trying to picture him kneeling. I was trying to see if that was for real or if it was a play on his name. No, it's not. It's not a play on his name. That is the real, like, first unassisted triple play, 1909. Neil Ball. Dude, okay, great job, Neil Ball. In 1982, Geraldine Ferraro was nominated as the first female vice president candidate in the United States. Remember that, too. And on July 19th, it is the birthday of Tim Drake, who in the DC universe is Robin number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. And July 19th is Flight Attendant Safety Professionals Day. Okay. Yep. Okay. It is National Daiquiri Day. Okay. It's National Raspberry Cake Day. Yum. It's New Friends Day. Okay. That's good. And it is Stick Out Your Tongue Day. Okay. <laughs> okay. <gasps> oh. So so as a result of Stick Out Your Tongue Day, it's that time on the Daily Grind to sharpen <laughs> your wit. And I have some tongue trivia. Oh, no. Okay. So I just thought some of these were interesting. You know that your tongue contains, uh, you know, anywhere from... 
I don't know, three to 10,000 taste buds and they are replaced every few weeks. I did not know that. Um, Being able to roll or curl your tongue is genetic. Yes, I did know that. But with training and practice, almost anyone can learn how to do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The tongue is amongst the strongest muscles in your body. It ranks up there with the heart and the jawbones, masseter, and your gluteus maximus. Hmm. So as the muscles that we use the most. The average tongue is 3.3 inches long. Okay. (laughs) And um, that's fine with me. A chameleon's (laughs) tongue, though, is two times its body length. Ooh. Yeah, that's an (laughs) ooh. Did you know that your taste buds are not the little bumps that you see and feel on your tongue? Do you know what those little bumps are called? No. Papilla. Oh, okay. So, But the papilla on your tongue are not your taste buds. They are actually too small for you to see. And they each have from 50 to 150 receptor cells that let you taste stuff. And they taste flavors like sweet, sour, salty, bitter, and they're just spread out all over your tongue. They're not in different areas. So Okay. And did you know the tongue is also the fastest healing tissue in the human body? I do believe that I knew that. And the tongue is as unique as your fingerprint. No. Yeah. I do not know that. This is that time on the daily grind where I feel that I need to pause and say, do not try this at (laughs) home. (laughs) The record for lifting the greatest weight with the human tongue is held by Thomas Blackthorne, who lifted 27 pounds, 8.96 ounces. No. Through a hook in his tongue. Yeah. No, no, no. So don't. Don't try that at home. Please don't. Oh, please forget that you ever heard that. (laughs) Yeah, but don't. Yeah, don't do that. If reality is just some advanced computer simulation, what is the difficulty level set at? (laughs) (laughs) Because we're crazy. (sighs) Hey, Carla, did you know that French fries weren't cooked in France? Um, I think I did. They were cooked in Greece. Oh, stop. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes, yes, they were. There you go. And now it's that time on the Daily Grind to enrich your faith. You know, Jesus had some strong questions about life and faith that made folks stop and think about what truly matters. He wanted them to step back, see the bigger picture, shift their focus to the right things. In Matthew 16, 26, he says, Now what good does it do a person to gain the whole world and lose their soul in the process? Now for the folks living alongside Jesus back in the day, this question went straight to the heart of the way that they were thinking. It challenged them about their possessions and gathering up wealth, holding high status, 
all without taking a second to think about the eternal consequences. It pushed them to reevaluate their priorities and make sure they lined up with God's kingdom. This question still holds significance for us today. This question keeps on reminding us how crucial it is to lead a life that's meaningful and purposeful. We have to put our focus on maturing spiritually, seeking the things that truly matter in the kingdom of God, instead of getting caught up in the temporary and material things of this world. It's a gentle nudge to make sure that our priorities are set on what's eternal. So let's take that question to heart. It'll guide us to a life that's worthwhile, helps us live for what matters, and live a life that's aligned with God's kingdom. In Luke 12, 26, here's a good one. Can any of y'all by worrying like crazy add a single hour to your life? Uh, Nope. Worrying won't do us any good at all. So again, the folks that Jesus was talking to, walking side by side with him, this question hit right where it hurts. See, they lived a life that was full of worry about daily needs and what the future held. I mean, things as basic as, am I going to have enough to eat today? Would keep them up at night. But Jesus wanted them to remember that God really has their back and that he's there to care for them and provide. And what about us today? Well, in our crazy, fast-paced world, this question still holds true. It is a powerful reminder to put our trust in God's guiding hand and his abundant provision. We have to let go of all the needless worries that weigh us down and embrace a life filled with faith and peace. And while we're at it, let's not forget that there are billions of people out there who are wondering, am I going to have something to eat today? We should be mindful of them too. So let's take a step back. Trust in the Lord. Let go of unnecessary worries. Cast our cares and anxieties on him because he cares for us. And learn to live a life walking in faith and peace. And while we're at it, let's lend a helping hand to those who are struggling with basic needs like food. Matthew 6, 25-26. Listen up. Life isn't just about eating and wearing fancy clothes. Are y'all not more valuable than the birds in the sky? So again, folks walking alongside Jesus, this question really made them think about their, I mean, they were really focused on things like food and shelter, but Jesus wanted them to realize that they were precious creations of God. They deserved love, care, and attention, just like anybody else. Now that question speaks loud and clear in our consumer-driven world. In our society, that's all about buying and possessing, this question brings us back to what really matters. It reminds us to put people, put relationships first. Seeing that everyone we meet is valuable and made in the image of God. So instead of getting all caught up with material possessions, we should follow Jesus and find fulfillment in more than just what we consume. So let's take heart, y'all. Value people. 
value relationships. See the worth in each person that we come across. And let's not be slaves to material things. Instead, let's walk in the footsteps of Jesus and find true fulfillment. It's not found in stuff we own. Luke 11, 11 through 13. Here's some real talk from Jesus. If God takes care of the grass that's here today and gone tomorrow, won't he take even better care of you? So again, contemporaries of Jesus, this question would have hit right where it mattered. They were worrying about daily needs, wondering if they had enough to get by. But Jesus wanted them to have a stronger faith, to trust that God could and would provide for them. For us today, this question nudges us to build a deeper faith in God's loving care. When times get rough, the road's uncertain, we must depend on him. He's there for us, no matter what challenges we face. Sometimes the challenge we face is when things aren't rough and our faith is in our own provision. So let's take this to heart. We need to trust in God's providing hand and cultivate a stronger, real faith and know that he is always there. He promised to never leave us or forsake us. These questions that Jesus asked about life and faith show us that we are often just focused on the wrong things. It's not always bad stuff that we focus on. It's just less important stuff. We can get so distracted by things that don't really matter. But Jesus wants us to stay focused on what really counts. In fact, all these questions end up really saying, your problem might be that you're just thinking about yourself and your own needs. When we're trying to really see Jesus, he told us quite simply that when we give a cup of water, when we visit someone who's sick, when we visit someone who's in prison, when we live out the life of a disciple, Jesus says, when you do it to the least of these, you've done it unto me. Which means if we're really looking to see Jesus in our world today, one of the places we see him is in the people that he has called us to serve. We see Jesus in those that have needs that he wants to meet through us. These questions help us consider our priorities. Really allows us to set them right. God wants us to mature and grow spiritually. Trusting in him to buy. To... These questions help us consider our priorities and how to set them right. God wants us to grow spiritually. Trust him to provide for us and spread love, purpose, compassion in this broken world. Where you are right now is where God wants you. And there is ministry and service that you will find in the present moment. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of The Daily Grind. I hope to see you tomorrow. Hope you have a fantastic Wednesday. Grace and peace to you.